You're listening to Sascapes, a podcast featuring the stories of arts, culture, and heritage in Saskatchewan. I'm Kevin Power. Sascapes continues to wind its way through Saskatchewan with the next stop in Esterhazy. I couldn't wait to meet my next guest, one of the town's oldest citizens, Flory Gray. At 102 years young, Flory was in fine form the day we met. I must confess, by the end of our time together, I was very misty-eyed. But for now... Pack up your troubles in your old kit bag, sit back, smile, and enjoy a trip down memory lane with Flory Gray. (laughs) So tell me when you were born. The 12th of March, 1912. The 12th of March, 1912. I was in grade 8 in 1927. Right. And you're 102, but you don't look a day over 40. Oh, now tell another one what that was hot. Right. (laughs) So tell me, were you, you weren't born in Esterhazy. Where were you born? Uh, On that Thompson near Yarbrough. Uh huh. And when did you come to Esterhazy? When John and I married in that. October 1949. Right. And I've been here ever since. You never left. Well, not for any length of time. Right. Are you a Are you a small town gal, or do you have Did you ever get to the big city just to break? Oh, well, I worked in Regina during the 1930s. Uh huh. What did you do in Regina? Worked for Yeager first. Oh, right. And I got. I know I was an apprentice. I got six dollars a week. Six dollars a week. And I paid five dollars a week board and room. Oh, so you barely broke even. Mm-hmm. And that so- was from April until September. And then I, my wages went up to fourteen dollars a week. Oh, that was big bucks back then. <laughs> and I took my envelope down to the office and said, oh, there's a mistake. There's too much money in, in here. And the boss said, oh, no, you, you've got to raise. <laughs> well, that's nice. You obviously deserved it. So did you go out and splurge that night and buy yourself? Well, did you get? Did they give you furs every once in a while as part of the? No. No. So you had to buy your fur if you wanted mm-hmm. it. And did you buy any while you worked there? Uh, I uh, and, bought a, 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 the boss's um, son was a dressmaker, so uh-huh. 
and it had a fox fur collar on it. Oh, nice. Did you keep the, do you still have that coat? No. No. So tell me, what was it like living here after you married? What was the town like? Was it an exciting place to be in Esterhazy? Oh, well, far different than it is now. Right. What do you remember about the flour mill? Well, my my mom and dad married in 1908. Mm-hmm. And in, <clears throat> in the fall of 1909, they had uh, 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 took a burst of wheat to the flour mill, had uh, had flour and shorts and bran from his wheat. Right. And uh, he stored it in the granary and then Later that fall, fire and prairie fire went through, burned his all his wheat, his burst of wheat. That must have been devastating. Well, not only that, uh, he he could see this fire coming, and he tried to um, plow a fire guard around the yard, but it came too too fast. So he had to ditch the horses and let them go. And they ran into the barn and were both birds, along with the chickens and pigs and whatever else was in the barn. So what did he do when all that burned? Well, I don't know what... I never found out what Dad did during the fire, but Mom, they had a, a wee baby, my sister, and she laid out on the, uh, some breaking that Dad had east of the house. She, her and the baby lay out there until the fire went over. Wow. Those were very hard times. Yeah, for everybody. For everybody. And for somebody to get burned out, it was devastating. Absolutely. Was it difficult at times even for you living here? Were there? Did the hard times continue when you married and came here with your husband? Oh, during the 30s? Yes. That's when yes. I worked at Yeager's yes. and got, got the... Uh, the big wages. Yes. And then, and then after the, uh, the depression, then the war came on. Yeah, exactly. How, so how did the people around this area um, keep their spirits up during, you know, during... Uh, the, they how did they keep their spirits up during the Depression and then the war came? How do you well, how do you stay positive when all that... I, I don't know, but I... Uh, Ev and I had a happy life. We used to play with the, uh, the kittens and dress them up in dolls' clothes and... and uh, we had no money, but uh, that didn't matter. We had a happy time. Yes. 
Were you a good cook? Did you enjoy cooking? No, not my mom was alive. Right. No, she was a good cook. So you weren't you weren't into um, canning vegetables and pickles and things. Oh, like after that. Yes. oh yeah, you were. Uh, mom died nineteen forty. Right. So, uh, oh yes, I got to I cook. My my first batch of bread was was a flop. Oh, and the, uh, your first batch of bread was a flop. Why? What did you do? Did you forget the yeast? I don't know. Well, I think but it wasn't any good. But I, I did get so that I could make, make good bread. And you made it, of course, all by hand. Oh, yeah, punched it uh, at, at night and covered it with blankets and things that were didn't, made the loaves in the morning and cooked it. Did you have to do all your laundry by hand? Did you have a... Oh, well, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, there was no power, no electricity. Right. So you you lived through some major inventions. Yeah. Uh, What was it like when all of a sudden you had electricity for the first time? Can you remember what that was like? Not not really, but that... and John and I were married yes. when we got the power. Right. And did you say, well, what will they think of next? <laughs> I did my homework by uh, uh, coal oil lamp with the wick, you know. Yes. Uh, and then a glass globe. Uh, that's what right. I had to do my homework with. What do you think about the changes that have happened since since then, when you when you see how the world is today, what do you think about it? Do you think all the advancements that we're making, all the newfangled gadgets? Well, some that, of them are good, but some of them aren't. And I think we were happier back then than folks are now. I never heard anybody say, any kids say, oh, I'm bored. Right. We made our own fun. Yes. You didn't I mean you, probably you didn't have time to get bored. No. Everybody had everybody I had, had to a work. job, right? Even when you sure. were young, yeah, yeah. Do you think people today would be able to cope with the conditions that you had to no. live through? You don't. Uh, I had a lady. I used to um, grow plants after I was married in uh, for the UCW. Uh, I'd grow them and, and take them uh, to the fall tea and sell them. And uh, one lady came over to look at my um, plants at the house. And uh, I walked out to the uh, her, her car with her. And her son went by. And he said, Mom, uh, I need some money. Um I'm going up town, and she she gave him a dollar, I think it was, mm-hmm. and he oh such a look on his face. He wanted more. Oh, what can I do with a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> right. He wasn't a bit happy. <laughs> right, right. 
Um, what did you? Were you musical at all when you grew up here? Did you play an instrument? Or, <laughs> oh, that that reminded you of something. I, I, this is. I was growing up as I lived by Mamie Ford, and she was my next door neighbor, and. I was singing away one day. She said, you know, Floyd, if you're singing for me, you can stop any time. <laughs> she so, wasn't a fan. <laughs> no, personally, no. But, but you enjoyed it. That's, that was the reason for singing. You enjoyed and the, it. And the, now this, uh, uh, Shirley knows something about this. We had a Christmas concert every year, and my girlfriend Ethel Pask and I were, were going, we were singing together, and we were swaying, and our arms around one another's waist, we're swaying back and forth, and you know, the teacher made us quit. She said, girls, Stand still while you're singing. And, and if they saw what the antiques they go through now, and when yes. so <laughs> yes. we, we had to stand still. That's terrible. <laughs> what a terrible thing to have to do at Christmas time of all times. <laughs> Christmas must have been very magical yeah. here in on the prairies, yeah. living here in Christmas time. So, what do you attribute your longevity? Your your now. What's what's kept you so well and so? The vibrant? Lord only knows. <laughs> because my mom died at, uh, back in the forties. She was about in her fifties. Mm. My sister died in forty seven, and my dad in. 62, and here's crazy old me still, still going. Well, there, you're supposed to be at this stage of life, you're supposed to let us all know the secret to longevity. And there were five of us girls up at Sanita. They were, we were born in 1912. Yes. And uh, at different months. And the one that was born in, in December, she'd be gone maybe 50, 60 years, long time ago. Oh, are they all gone? They're oh, all they're, gone except you're the last. me. Are you the oldest citizen in Estevan? Is, is Flory officially the oldest? Um, there, are, there are three here. And there's a oh, century right. Club the century, here. right, the there's century club. It's Esther Easy. Oh, right. The Century Club in here in town, or in uh, the care home here? Are you the oldest in this picture, Flory? And, and no. No. Uh, Effie, the one. Uh, Over by the door here? Yeah. Uh, she's older. Take it down if you want. Take. So there are three of you. Uh, in here, in the right. care right. home. So how old is she? So that's uh, Effie, uh, Flip, Effie Flip, 103. 103, yeah. Okay. There you are in the middle, Flory Gray, yeah. 102. And, and this one has passed away now. Oh, okay. Right. 
So she's still going, 103 and going. Yeah, she's still. <laughs> it must be something in the water, I figure. If you don't have... Uh, you... Uh, you, you know, I'll tell you, um, I get a, a pills, yes. uh, vitamin pills. Yeah. Well, I know because one of these vitamin pills weren't among my pills. And so I asked around and, uh, and a doctor Lowe said I was getting uh, enough. I didn't need that one. But uh, I told Marion McAlpine, my friend, to tell him that uh, he took it away because he was afraid I was going to go on living after he died. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, let's talk about TV. What was life like before TV? How did you entertain yourself when you didn't have television? Hey, it's Kevin. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Just a quick reminder that the Sascapes podcast is available for free on your favorite podcast app, or you can stream it from your browser. Check out the show notes for the link. On the Sascapes homepage, you'll notice something new under the logo called Sascapes Plus. You can't miss it. There's a big button saying support with a heart icon next to it. I'd love it if you could click on that button and help keep this podcast series going. When Sascapes launched in May 2014, it was the first podcast in the province celebrating arts, culture, and heritage. In fact, you'd have been pretty hard-pressed to find any Saskatchewan podcast. So I'd like to think that we paved the way. It's been because of your support that this podcast is now in its ninth year. Okay, that's it. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Oh, well, we didn't have television long after John and I were married. We so what did you do before television? Kids nowadays would be lost without TV. How did you make it through? Did you, you had a well, radio? Well, we made our own fun. Yes. And you had a radio. Uh, yes. Right. Not when I was real young, right. we didn't have a radio. So what kind of fun did you make? Tell me about some of the some of your own fun that you did. What did you used to do? What was a favorite game when you were growing up? Well, uh, we had, had a little dog followed Dad home with the wagon. Well, he was, uh, I don't know, Yarbo or somewhere. And this little dog followed him home. And Mom tried to chase her away because she was sure she was somebody's pet. But she would go, she adopted us right then and there. And she became my best friend. What was and the dog's name? Pop. Pop. Well, that's original. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dad made harness for her and... And uh, it stood to my little red wagon, and, and it, it used to go all over the place with her. Right. And she was a, a great pal. And did Pop live a long life? Yeah. She, there you go again. She did. It must be the water, I figure, <laughs> that's keeping you all so well. I, I must tell you, 
mom, no, dad made me a, a, a jackal lantern. Mom grew, um, was the, pu- the pumpkins? Pumpkins. Yeah. And, and dad made me a jackal lantern. So I asked mom if I could take my jackal lantern to the uh, school because we were having a party. A Halloween party? Yeah. So, uh, Mama said yes, and she put some food in my lunch pail for pop, and off we went to school. And the kids were just delighted. They were so good to her. And she just lay it by my desk and during uh, noon, uh, during uh, uh, school period. And, uh, and then the ladies, the mothers were coming uh, in the afternoon for the party. And as soon as Mom came with the monkey, Pop was there. That was her outfit, and she stayed there during the party. So did you have Halloween growing up? Oh, yeah. You still, and did you trick-or-treat? Did you go door-to-door? Oh, no. No. Oh, no, no. They, they hadn't started doing that. Did you make candy apples and things like that? No, but uh, they had a, uh, it was the first time I ducked for apples. Was it, uh, oh, right. Uh, the teacher had a big... Um, the barrel full of water with the apples? A tub. Yeah. And put apples in, and we had... And that was the first time I did that. It was fun. How'd you make out? Did you get one? Oh, I don't, don't remember. I never was able to get them. I was terrible at it. I don't suppose I could. I, I wasn't good at things like that. Did you have a local candy store growing up? Did you go to a, did you have like, you know, the penny candy stores? No. Mm-hmm. No, what did you do? You must have had a sweet tooth. What did you do when you wanted something sweet? Oh, I, I think Mum used to make toffee. Oh, is that right? And, and if my sister lost the tooth, and of course, when we lose the tooth, put, put it under the mat at the door, and the um, tooth fairy would come and take it, maybe leave Dime or nickel. Right. Well, Eva lost one of her teeth, and it, it was under the mat for quite a long time. Dad didn't have a dime or nickel to put. Oh, oh no! So it stayed there for a long time. <laughs> Did you still feel like, even though times were tough and? Uh, nobody well, it was had, a happy time. It was nobody had any money, but did you feel like you had everything anyway? I mean, well, uh, did you feel rich in spirit? Uh, yeah, uh, that's all the kind of life I knew. Yeah, right, right. So, what kind of things do you say to young kids now, or in your later years in life, when you've seen young kids and you think, "My goodness, they have everything. Yeah. They want for nothing." Uh, I'm bored. Right, yeah, I'm bored. So what would you say to somebody who says, I'm bored? What would your best advice be to them? 
Well, and we never were bored. We right. always had something. And we had our little chores to do, too. Right. We had to get the kindling in for uh, starting the fire the next morning. Uh, we had our chores to do. What do you think the worst invention uh, has been since, you know, since you've been around? What's what's something that was invented that you said, oh, we could do without that. We don't need that. Can you think oh, of anything that was just I totally wouldn't... useless to you? You know, they have bread makers now, bread machines. You don't even have to do anything. You can just put the A lot dough. of things they put on TV and yes. never should. Uh, it gives kids bad ideas. Bad ideas. If, well, I said, if I said, let's go to a restaurant, what would be your favorite food? Not Chinese food. No, not Chinese. <laughs> you seem quite clear on that. How, you, how do you feel about Italian? Uh, what? Italian. Lasagna, spaghetti. Nope. Are you a bacon, eggs, and sausage kind of gal? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. What was it like when there were, was there a bread shortage during the time that you, I mean, the flour mill was here, but was there a time when bread was very scarce or was bread a staple? Did you always well, have bread? Uh, one year, uh, John Jurek was running the uh, mill at that time and uh, those frosts and uh, some of the uh, wheat that went into the mill uh, was, uh, had been hit by frost mm. and it didn't make good bread. Oh, right. No. What was a luxury during the Depression and War? What food was a luxury? Were, was, was butter considered a luxury? Was it hard to get butter? Or um, eggs, were they considered a luxury? Oh, I wouldn't know. I mean, there must, have, there must have been a shortage of some kind of food. That uh, well, were... during the war, yeah. of course, you had coupons. And if you uh, used up too much sugar before the next, next uh, coupons came out, you couldn't get any. Any more sugar? No. Do you remember how much sugar you would get with your coupons? I don't. Do you? Was it? A... Uh, no, I don't. Uh... I didn't, I wasn't here yet. No. <laughs> so you had to yeah. ration everything with these coupons. Oh, yeah. You had to be very careful. Yeah. And did everybody get coupons? Oh, yeah. Everyone yeah. was entitled. Yeah. So nowadays, it must be like a luxury. You can get anything you want and in any quantity. You don't have to worry yeah. about anything being scarce anymore. It must be... Overall, do you think it's exciting to to be in this time, to still be alive in this time, compared to where you uh, where you started? Uh, is it is well? It, there's lots of things to do without, right? And, and be happy, right? So you're you're able to be happy with very little. You don't need all the yeah. modern all the modern gadgets to to keep you busy and, and happy. What do they do here in the senior home? What activities do they have here in the nursing home that you enjoy going to? Do they finally let you sing here? Or do they tell you still to stop singing? Oh, 
And are you allowed to sway when you sing? You said I don't. You told me you weren't allowed to move. You weren't allowed to sway when you sang at that Christmas party. Did they finally let you sway and sing here in the nursing home? Uh, well, I can't do it anymore. No, you can't sing anymore. No, I can't sway anymore. Oh, I I have to have help. What was the um? What's a song that you uh, remember from from the wartime that you used to? Uh, a song that you remember during the war that was popular during your day. Can you remember any songs? Pack up your troubles. Pack up in your, your troubles old in your bag. old kit bag. And what comes after that?、Mm-hmm. What comes after that? Will you sing it with me? Can you remember the words? I can't remember all the words. It's pack up your troubles in your old kit bag and smile, smile, smile. That's right. Will you sing that with me? No. Pack up no. your troubles in your old kit bag and smile, smile, smile. smile. Oh, Flory, you got a beautiful. What's next? You, a Lucifer to light your fag. Smile, it's as a style. No, I see it's a worry. It ever was worthwhile. So pack up your troubles in your old head bag and smile, smile, smile. That was lovely. Thank you. Oh yeah. It was. You make me smile. That kind of makes if, you teary-eyed. If baby was here, she'd be twittering away. That was lovely. <laughs> It was lovely. Thank you for talking to me and making me smile. You're just such a dear soul. I'm so glad I got a chance to meet you. Well, thank you. And you remind me that that living with less is. <laughs> Is、uh, means you can still be happy. That you don't need everything. You just need to have a positive spirit and good friends, and that's all you need. Thank you so much, Flory. You're a dear,、oh, dear you're person.、Welcome. You're a dear person. I'm glad I got a chance to meet you. Thanks for listening. The Sascapes podcast is created by Kevin Power as part of the Culture Days Animator program, operated by Sas Culture. Funding to the cultural sector is provided through the Saskatchewan Lotteries Trust Fund for Sports, Culture, and Recreation. If you want to hear more of these podcasts or to see the great work being done by other Sas Culture animators, please visit www.iheartculture.ca. Special thanks to Paved Arts in Saskatoon for their technical support. Music for Sascapes is provided by Saskatchewan-born singer-songwriter Jeffrey Straker. There is no end to the stories to be told. So, until next time. <laughs>